1: Welcome to AI Growth Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how growth stage companies can leverage machine learning and artificial intelligence to spark expedited growth without breaking the bank. With us today is Eric Varden, who is the co-founder and CEO of Morpheo. Morpheo, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast, is an AI-centric technology platform designed to help humans ingest more data. Their technology enables growth stage companies to stay ahead of the pace of change and outperform their enterprise competitors by equipping them with the data reporting and insights they need to thrive in a continually evolving landscape of modern marketing. And here's the first installment of AI Growth Week, where Eric and I discuss the landscape of AI and machine learning for growth stage companies. Okay, here's my conversation with Eric Varden, CEO and co-founder of Morpheo. Eric, welcome to AI Growth Week on the MarTech
2: Podcast. Thanks Benjamin, very happy to be here.
1: Very excited to have you as a guest, excited to have you as a sponsor of the podcast. You work in not only a startup company, a relatively new company, but you work in an industry that's kind of changing and evolving at an incredibly rapid pace. Mm-hmm. And we were just joking offline. I'm like, I'm not sure how to describe your company. It changes weekly, you know, daily, monthly, uh, very quickly. Talk to me a little bit about what Morpheo is and about the game that you're playing.
2: Well, I practice on my parents, so I'm trying to convince them if they know what AI is for marketing, then I think we've done a good job at our messaging. So AI, the basketball
1: player in Philadelphia in the late 90s.
2: There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Different guy? We can chat about that at another podcast. Big basketball fan. I mean, I'm a long-term marketer. I think like everybody here, including you, been in the industry for over 20 years, always on the service side with enough tech to be dangerous. And I think, yeah, now is the time for us as marketers and business owners to really take it to the next level. Ultimately, like any business owner, we were looking at profit in the bottom line, and we just wanted to do a better job out it. And we figured automation could help us with it. That's really what got us going.
1: So you said that you were on the service side. You worked at agencies or consulting businesses for years, which has enabled you to have a unique perspective. You've seen lots of different brands grow, enterprise, growth stage companies. Talk to me about the landscape of marketing as you see it today and where do AI and machine learning fit in?
2: Yeah, I think the big thing for us was always an entrepreneur for a very brief time employee. And I think so what that meant to me was I was always looked at to make decisions on the type of software and the types of business decisions that we needed to help grow the business. And I say that because technology, for the most part for us, even as a fairly large yet independent agency with many, many Fortune 100 and 500 brands could not afford on behalf of our clients spend the enterprise solutions that were out there. So in the mid-market, there just wasn't anything that was good enough, let's say, that really was affordable for us. So for a very long time, you end up throwing people at problems. And there's a whole other conversation about that, which I'm sure we'll get into. But when you're looking at scale and you're scaling quickly and throwing them at them is only going to end in stressed out workers and strategy that doesn't always come to fruition. And that just didn't scale for us. And so ultimately, we wanted to look for solutions. Generally,
1: we don't advise throwing people here on the MarTech podcast.
2: Well, you got me.
1: Waka, waka, waka. All right. Kidding <laughs> aside, the idea that artificial intelligence and sort of the advanced machine learning has been an enterprise solution. And God, it's been probably a year and a half since we did the first AI week on the MarTech podcast. But my big takeaway from all the conversations that I've had about artificial intelligence is you need an incredible amount of data you need data scientists to actually pull it off and do it well and that means that you know the down market companies the growth companies the startup companies don't really get access to these sophisticated technologies not just because they're incredibly expensive but also because those companies just don't have the volume don't have the data how are you seeing growth stage companies you know companies with smaller budgets get access to the volume of data to make artificial intelligence and machine learning work? And what are some of the tools and services they're using? How are they applying those technologies to help scale their business?
2: I think what comes to mind first is that most of us as marketers love to play around with sort of that new shiny toy, right? Which means that we're, again, as marketers, we ultimately are strategists. We want to problem solve. Our job is ultimately to look at our clients' budgets and do as best as we can with it. And in the given landscape, the complexity to manage those types of day-to-day needs are unbelievably extensive. So when we look to tools, we look for them to be as smart as we need to be. They need to be as agile as they need to be. They need to be built properly. And to your point, they need to have all sorts of data tying into them. And at the end of the day, In the infancy of AI, specifically in marketing, which is what we're here to talk about, it just hasn't been around long enough and they still need to be trained. And and so I think there's definitely some expectations that maybe need to set where a lot of our early customers thought that our tool would just do everything for them, would solve every problem. And there's definitely an execution element to it. But many of the platforms we will all test and try will still need that human interaction. I think that that is the point of it, though, is for us to be able to have enough time to train it and or customize it in a way that thinks like we would because we all have different ways of handling on the marketing side. So I know I haven't answered your question directly on specific examples, but I would like to kind of get into the landscape in terms of what we feel is out there. But many of them are at their infancy.
1: So talk to me about what it is. When you say, hey, there's these artificial intelligence technologies that marketers are applying, that they're training, what are the technologies? What are the outputs that they are trying to train? Obviously, there's data that's ingested. What comes out of it?
2: So a lot of that, it is ultimately faster decision-making, and, and we'll talk about anomaly detection. But we lump in, as many of us do, and AI is all things machine learning and deep learning, et cetera, is all sort of now over the last few years with too many buzzwords, kind of all come together under that umbrella of AI. Majority of the platforms out there, and we really are no different, employ more machine learning ultimately because we don't have enough of the user input to formulate the AI. And I'll sort of pause that. But I think the landscape for the most part is in the it being crunching data faster than humans can and trying to ultimately present as many decision or data points so that we can make decisions more quickly. And ultimately, so we're trying to solve a lot of time barriers right now because for most of us in the service world, that is our core issue. That's the first thing we're trying to solve, and I believe we're all kind of chasing that.
1: You mentioned you know, you're trying to crunch data faster using artificial intelligence, right, using technology. You know, when I think of how AI relates to marketing, Things like propensity to buy, propensity to churn, profile matching. You mentioned anomaly detection. Like Those are some of the outputs that I think of. Are there tools that are helping marketers that don't have Google's level of data and budget to be able to do propensity to buy models or anomaly detection, like you mentioned? How are the AI technologies actually being applied?
2: There are definitely some examples. I mean, obviously, the big players are and you'll see anomaly detection or you'll see alert systems within even Google Analytics, Google Ads, Facebook, etc. And, and those algorithms, albeit are accurate, they're only showing an individual picture or platform view of you know, the data that's coming through. I think that's you know one limitation. The other players out there are ultimately looking for and playing with whether it's the same APIs, whether it's getting into TensorFlow from Google, etc., I think the landscape is more of shared data than it is individual businesses or companies like ours that are creating everything from scratch or building our own algorithms from scratch. So there's infancy both sides of the data in coming from many areas. And whether you're adding a custom algorithm to it or not, like we would, for the most part, we are sharing in the data out there. So the way I would answer it too, is that that data is only as smart as how it's coming out and going in ultimately goes back to the same thing is we need to put a layer of human element and strategy onto it to actually learn and teach the data of what it is that we need to do. And, And that's sort of that big point, I think, for the most of us as marketers is a lot of the tools out there aren't and don't have the option for us to educate and inform the algorithms. A lot of that is going on in the background on its own. And with more user feedback loops, that to me is where we'll really start to see huge value add across these more light enterprise solutions. And I think that's a huge piece of what's missing in the market today.
1: So Morpheo is more focused on growth stage companies, sort of middle market than it is specifically on developing AI technologies for the enterprise. What are some of the struggles for the mid-stage growth companies that can be solved through advanced technologies like Morpheo?
2: especially now with the landscape the way it is, we are completely have been forced into changing the way we handle and do our business. So that's one I'll set aside for a minute. The glaring obvious points are time and they all go together. We all want to solve our clients' business problems and we all want more time on execution. But outside of our day-to-day, there is just this deluge of data analysis, which I, I think a lot of times we thought that more tools or the right tools would actually help us increase our time. And I think it's a bit of a fantasy, and you can talk to any one of us as marketers out there, the more you do and the more that you want to accomplish, the more data you actually have to interact with and make decisions, and there's a compound effect there that is hard to, or impossible to get out of. So that's one big one. The other one is that traditionally, a lot of how we make our money is service based and we're hour by hour, again, relating to time, which means we have to maximize even small percentages across our entire day or our team's day in a way that's going to create enough impact for us to potentially generate more profit, which again, I think is important given the landscape now and how difficult it is to not only win new business, but to keep new business. When you get back into what it is that we do as marketers, the strategy side, of course, is where we want to spend our time. But I find that majority of the solutions out there are causing more friction than solution. And that is just an opportunity for all of us to kind of get on board. So those are sort of three main areas, you know, outside of the technology side. But I think each one of us would be looking for tools that are actually going to provide a huge amount of volume and help us make decisions quicker and not just save us time. Because that's usually where everybody goes to.
1: My takeaway is that there is a new way to work. And even in the last decade, we've seen the rise of the MarTech industry. You know, we've gone from a couple hundred companies to, I think, Scott Brinker's list was over 7,000 companies in the space. And there are lots of point solutions, which are all trying to address a sort of other fundamental problem that we're being asked to make decisions faster. We're being asked to improve our processes with less resources, and hopefully technology is helping us. When you think about the problem that the marketer has at a growth stage company, how do they make sense of all of the various MarTech tools and some of the advanced technologies? You know, where should the prioritization be? Is it, let me get as much data into the platform so I can make the best decision, make decisions quickly, make sure that I'm making decisions accurately. There has to be a balance there. Where does artificial intelligence help solve those problems?
2: Unfortunately, I think it has to be all of it. I mean, it's such a technical business that ultimately is changing so rapidly that we underestimate how much time it takes us to run our business, let alone have the ability to train our team to think like we do. And so when I say what we do is many times through the sales process and bringing in new clients and opportunities and handing that off to the team to execute, the communication gets lost along the way in terms of what it is that we're trying to perform on behalf of our clients. So from an SMB's perspective or these growth stage or scaling companies, we're all looking for ways to protect our clients and our team and our business. We're all looking for new value or sales propositions to be able to pitch in a different way to our competitors. And I think ultimately the third part is that we want to create and establish a greater return and ultimately provide better results than anybody else. And you have to do all three of those in this day and age, which means you need software. So I would say if you need those three things, then software and automation needs to be a fourth component to your business. It's not the tools that are underlying to help you run the business. It's actually a functioning form of what it is that you do. So a lot of companies will start to build or employ their own technology, which takes them down a path, not to say it's right or wrong, but I think that R&D arm or the employment of automation, whether it's again, building your own or buying or subscriptions or what have you, but it's actually a component of the business and not something that is underlying running it. And I think that's a huge differentiation in terms of how we frame it to not only clients, but to our team. It needs to be part of the ethos of companies, especially when you're scaling.
1: It's a little like Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. We're living in an era where we're being given access to more data than we've ever had. And there is a responsibility of a marketer to do more with less time, with the same amount of resources. And that's where artificial intelligence and the ability to process data becomes incredibly important. So we're going to dive into some of the ways that artificial intelligence can be used to help support growth stage at small and medium-sized businesses this week. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Eric Varden, CEO and co founder of Morpheo, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Eric and Morpheo's tips for leveraging AI to expedite growth, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back tomorrow morning to discuss marketing security and anomaly detection using AI. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Eric, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Help Your Humans, H-E-L-P-Y-O-U-R-H-U-M-A-N-S. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Morpheo.ai, M-O-R-P-H-I-O.ai. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about.